0: While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just 3 dollars per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just 3 dollars per month. Visit live slash bestmusic to get Live One Plus now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
1: A dog product company called Whistle just released the results of a survey on dog naming trends right now. And here are some of the interesting highlights Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Game of Thrones names are huge, but it's almost two thirds of the dogs who get Game of Thrones names. They get them from House Stark's direwolves. Oh, I'm so out of my element reading this story. Gray Wind, Lady, Summer, Shaggy Dog, and Ghost. <laughs> Those are just a few.
2: Where's Jen? She's yeah. On Game where of is friends. she?
1: She's the only one that watches the show. And she
2: just got a dog, so this really fits her.
1: <laughs> right. And you know what? I like these names, by the way.
2: I like Lady. That's cute. Like Lady in the Tramp.
1: People also aren't naming their dogs after coffee anymore, except in Seattle. Names like Kona and Mocha are slowly declining in popularity nationwide. Giant dogs are most likely to get sports names. More than 20% of the dogs named after sports. Athletes and teams weigh over 90 pounds. Names based on junk food are growing and becoming more popular, including things like Taffy, Twix, Milano, Dorito. <laughs> there you go. That's a
2: cute name for a dog or Tostito. a cat. Dorito,
1: Tostito, Come here.
2: What about Despacito?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and finally, booze names are hot, including things like Brandy, Guinness, and whiskey.
2: Didn't Jen have her her cats? Weren't they or her? What was that? Her dogs or something?
1: When I met Jen years ago, she had two cats, Bud and Wiser.
2: Oh, yeah. And then she had a dog named Miller. And then
1: a few years later, she got a, a black Cocker Spinner. Well, like very much. It was it was Murley, but it was the earlier generation of Murley. Yeah. And that was Miller.
2: Yeah. How cute is that?
1: Because she had Bud and Weiser.
2: Bud, Weiser, and Miller. And then Miller.
1: Hey, I just found another way you can blame your parents for screwing you up.
2: Thank God. <laughs>
1: A new study out of Amsterdam found that loving or hating working out has more to do with your genetics than anything else. About 35% of your feelings toward exercising actually come from your genes. What does that mean? Well, since it's only 35%, if you're genetically predisposed to hate exercise...
2: Then it's not my fault.
1: No, I was going to say you can work to overcome it. But you will spend your life fighting an uphill battle. So yes, you can overcome it, but it's never going to it's it's never gonna get easier. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna it's always gonna feel like an uphill battle. It's always doesn't, gonna be working right, out. Doesn't mean it's impossible. But it just means that genetically you are predisposed to either love it or hate it. Which is why there are some people who say, Yeah, man, I love it. It feels good. Nothing like going to the gym. And other people who are saying, I hate this. I hate this. I like how it makes me look.
2: Yep, but you know you have to go. I like
1: how I feel afterward, but I hate it. And then there are the people that are in the moment. Yeah, man, I love it. I could do this all day.
2: I'm more on the I hate that side. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Mom. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Pizza Hut is running a contest right now where you can win free pizza for life, sort of. They just set a world record by knocking down dominoes in the shape of a pizza. Get it? Knocking down dominoes? Oh, cute. Yeah. It's actually just clever enough that I can't fully hate on it. But anyway, to enter the contest, all you have to do is watch the video of the world record and then email a guess of how many dominoes they used. To hut rewards at pizzahut.com, and the first correct response will get a lifetime supply of pizza. Sort of. You have to get on their hut rewards.
0: Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513 791 4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has
1: rewards program and they'll give you enough points to get one pizza every two weeks for the next 60 years
2: that's pretty cool
1: it's not bad the yeah, contest ends next Thursday uh, but since the first person to get it right wins you should probably hop on it quickly if you're interested so Hut rewards at pizza com. Uh, ghosting is something we talk a lot about here on the show on second date update. It's a great non-confrontational way to get out of dating someone. You just run the risk of turning him into an enemy for life and ending up on second date update. An anonymous guy, for example, just sent an email into an advice website called ask a manager about his very unfortunate situation. He was in a relationship with a woman named Sylvia about 10 years ago. They were together for three years, and she told him one day that she wanted to take their relationship to the next level. He didn't want to take the relationship to the next level. So while she was visiting her family over Christmas, he just decided to ghost her all together. No, no sit-down, no formal discussion, no real breakup. He just ghosted her. He moved out of their place, moved out of the country and just cut Jeez-o. off all communication.
2: I mean, buddy, come on.
1: Yeah, and you can imagine Man she was just she was furious and
2: devastated.
1: Dis- d- devastated, distraught at the way he handled it. She did everything she could to find him, but he kept ignoring her. Fast forward to now, he is working as a math teacher and his school just hired a new director who happens to be his ex, Sylvia.
2: oh
1: And he says he is not in a position to get a new job, so he is stuck there with her
2: oh my gosh.
1: as his boss. The advice website basically responded to this problem that he, because keep in mind, this guy wrote in, wrote an email... To this advice website asking how to handle this situation and the response was basically dude you're screwed
2: yeah you need to quit your job
1: yeah you can try to apologize before she starts work and see if she wants to talk about it but oh, <laughs> i don't know that that's necessarily going to fix i think things.
2: that's like why you can't really burn any bridges or you know that that kind of stuff always will come back to get you just when you think it's never going to happen it will
1: it's pretty short-sighted. And yeah. I know that there are moments where you think you don't care and that there won't be any regrets, but... It happens. You'd be surprised how often that's not true. All right. I guess some people were intelligent enough to pay attention to the warnings to not look at the eclipse without eye protection. Unfortunately, that's where this intelligence ends, because apparently after the eclipse, some emergency rooms had to treat people who put sunscreen on their eyeballs. Ha! <laughs> Really? On your eyeballs? How did that happen?
2: I don't know because they were telling you because that because I heard on the news that they said that you're supposed to wear sunscreen because you were going to be staring at the sun a lot. Even if you had the glasses on, you were going to end up with those lines.
1: Okay. So they
2: told you, apply sunscreen. Don't forget to apply sunscreen. So maybe someone heard that
1: and, assumed. and just
2: thought, wow, I guess I should put it directly on my eyeball.
1: How do you even do that without just... It, writhing you in pain
2: because you, you've gotten sunscreen in your eye on oh accident
1: yeah
2: and just a little bit and right. that was oh no it's not a good time
1: all right meanwhile a lot of kids are heading off to college this week and here's what they should major in if they just want to waste their parents money a new study ranked the most worthless majors now that's not to say that people don't find success with them but it's not easy and number one might actually surprise you. And let me preface this by saying that these are all worthy professions. We're not saying they're not. But in terms of making a living, these are tough courses of study to follow.
2: Is radio on this list? Huh.
1: <laughs> no, but it should be. Well, I don't know. I guess you could. Uh, well, let me, get, let me go through the list. Clinical psychology. Is at the very top of the list. It's not that it's not a, it's not that it isn't worthy. It's not that it's not good work. But the current unemployment rate is over 8% in this field. And the median income is $43,000 a year, which is 31% lower than the overall average. So just keep that in mind if you're insistent upon going after.
2: Pursuing a lot of people love that psychology, Clinical psychology. Though. I, I do, too. Yeah, I took Psychology 100 or 101 or whatever it was, and I genuinely thought about making it my minor because it's so fascinating.
1: It's not easy to make a living in that
2: field. No, it's not.
1: Miscellaneous fine arts degrees, things like music, film, graphic design. There's a lot of competition, so it's tough to find a job. I mean, listen, if it's your passion and that's what you're willing to do, You're willing to do whatever it takes to get there um, and you're willing to starve because it means that much to you, then okay. Yeah,
2: because I think a lot of times when you major in those kinds of things, you don't do it because you want to become a millionaire. You do it because you love the craft.
1: You do it because you have a passion for
2: it. Yeah, music, art.
1: Yeah, and there was actually another recent study that we did here too on the show that found that the most common job fine arts majors end up, uh, the most uh, the most common job that fine arts majors end up in is retail sales.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Composition and rhetoric, which is a very specific type of English major. Uh, community organizing and human services. It's a worthy course of study. It's just never going to get you rich. Not that that's what it's about, but it's tough to make a living in these fields. And studio arts. So things like painting and photography. Now, four of the five most valuable majors are in engineering.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number one is petroleum engineering, followed by pharmacy.
2: That's a big one, but it, you're in school for a while with that one, too.
1: Geological engineering, mineral engineering, and marine engineering. That's where the money is. we got to take a break. More of the day's... News that didn't make the news coming up. Plus, we got a brand new second date update. Five crazy stats about the Mayweather-McGregor fight, which is going to be interesting. And the ten things we refuse to give up even if we're broke. It's Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I think the happiest time I'll never forget it
3: it was the day me and my brother, we found our dad's secret hidden VHS porn tape from this one channel it was called the american ecstasy channel i'll never forget it they had their own theme song that they played in between their movies it's stupid it was a whistle made no sense to have a whistle what are we doing here is this an adult film or the Andy griffith show i'm very confused this is exactly how it goes Y'all horny now, huh? (laughs) That stupid whistle, it's got stuck in my head. (laughs) Yeah. So now, a couple hours later, around the dinner table. (laughs) Everybody's eating. And I was in a great mood. I'm just sitting there going... (whistles) (whistles) And I just remember my dad's face... He couldn't say a word. He couldn't say anything. Because Mom did not know about the tape either. And we never talk about it.
1: All right, 749. Jeff and Jen, uh, you might see a patch or two of fog as you're heading in this morning. Otherwise, sunny skies and a high of 77. Right now it's 62 with Jeff and Jen. And- Cincinnati's Q102. Now, I don't follow fighting. Don't follow boxing. But I got to tell you, this fight, the big fight between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor this weekend. Huge. Is huge. And it's got some fascinating statistics to go along with it. And I'll just give you a very quick rundown of some of the crazier stats. The most interesting number Mm -hmm. in this whole fight is zero. Zero. Because zero represents the number of times Conor McGregor has stepped into a ring for an officially sanctioned amateur or professional boxing match. What he has
2: is under his UFC, belt right?
1: is 24 MMA matches oh, MMA. and won 21 of them. Yeah, that's 21 I think, out of 24. I think he's
2: going to win. I don't know why. I just really am leaning towards him.
1: Here's another very important number. 714 714 is the number of days since Floyd Mayweather's last fight when he mm-hmm. steps into the ring tomorrow. That
2: was with Pacquiao, is that when he did the fight?
1: Uh let's see. It was It was it was against uh, Andre Berto on September yeah. 12th of 2015. And 19.5 million. That's the number of pay-per-view buys Mayweather has helped generate in his career.
2: They were talking, and I can't remember, but I remember like during the Pacquiao Mayweather fight, it was like those two were making a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars every second, or Not something. Crazy. I mean, it was something ridiculous like that, like a million dollars an hour, or all right. something. So,
1: all right, you want I mean, to talk it's about like money?
2: Insane.
1: Okay, so the total projected gross revenue for the fight seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, That would make it the most watched and highest grossing pay-per-view event ever.
2: Of all time.
1: Yeah. But if you want to talk how much money these guys are making.
2: Because they make a ton.
1: Yeah. $1 billion is the amount Floyd Mayweather's career earnings could reach. From this fight, depending on his payout from pay-per-view sales, the only other athletes to earn a billion dollars from their sports careers are Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods.
2: See, I was telling you that. I thought he was close to being a billionaire because they were – I mean, he. my thing is, is that I don't think he really genuinely has all this money because he spends it like no one's business. He's one of those people that has – Fifty cars. He or spends it as fast yes, as he makes. Yeah, or he'll it. go to like the strip club. But then he'll also he'll post videos on his Instagram or YouTube channels, and he has stacks of money just yeah. all over his house and his room. Like he sleeps with stacks of money around him. I'm so- sure that's you know for show, but.
1: And, and I was uh, reading too that Connor McGregor is the overwhelming favorite even though this guy has never stepped stepped into a ring for an officially sanctioned boxing match he seems to be
2: I just think not he's just the win. favorite
1: but like casinos are worried because you know, they feel like they're gonna lose out on this deal.
2: Yeah, I just feel like he's gonna win because he seems more focused than Mayweather. I always feel like Mayweather's one of those people that's like similar to like flaunty football players, like, Oh, we got this, no big deal, you know, I'm gonna win, whatever. And so he doesn't focus as much on training.
1: Yeah, well, again, I don't follow fighting, but have we ever seen two fighters step in a ring with Mixed professional backgrounds.
2: I don't think I like so. These two guys. Yeah, I don't really follow it that much either. I do watch some of these UFC fights and some of these big boxing matches, though. But I'll show you something funny. I was looking at TMZ this morning, and the last time that they had a fight in Vegas of this caliber was the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight. Yeah. And they had this huge issue at the airport with people flying in their private jets, and it backed up airport traffic at McCarran for hours upon hours.
1: It was a private jet gridlock. It
2: was a private at jet At McCarran gridlock. International
1: Airport in Las Vegas.
2: It was. so Because they, they all
1: fly into that one? There's no other airports around Las Vegas, for I, crying out I loud? I guess
2: there might be some smaller ones, but Jeez. not like of this caliber. So what they decided to do this time, and I'm sure that this has a lot to do with Vegas, is that you can't fly in the day of. They Uh-oh. have all of the airport traffic. Is one of those situations where they're locking it down.
1: They, they got to pre-schedule these. They have to
2: pre-schedule so that they don't to have complete it. gridlock. But have you? I have a picture here pulled up. I'll post it. How how many private jets do you think are in that photo? In
1: that one photograph, Have you
2: ever seen anything like that? It,
1: it looks like an aerial drone photo or something, or maybe a shot from the control tower. And I'm probably looking at fifty to sixty, what appear to be fifty or sixty private jets that are all mixed matched together, like literally just it's it's, it's private chaos. jet gridlock. Yeah. That's how big this thing is. So, that's what's happening this weekend whether you're into boxing or fighting or not. This is Are you
2: going to watch the fight, Jeff? This
1: is I, I I'm I don't know where to go. I I wasn't going to pay for it. I wasn't going to buy it, but I was hoping maybe somebody
2: well, my boyfriend's is- brother is having people over. If you no, want to go to I'll Jason's house, I won't be in town, but he's oh. he might be going over there. Well, if
1: you're not going, but be
2: uh, John John was telling <laughs> you're me that show up
1: at some dude's house. T- I am Fritz's friend.
2: Scott will be there. Oh, Scott you know will Scott. be. Here.
1: Oh, Scott's not going with you.
2: No, no. he. This is a mom daughter daughter trip. But um gotcha. And J- and Zach is going. He got mad at me because I didn't talk about it. The fact that he was going to hazard with us, my nephew.
1: Well, now. It's official. Yes,
2: it's official. You are on the record. It's going to hazard. But uh, Lachey's, I believe, gets the fights. If you want to pop down there, you're Mm -hmm.
1: close. Run down to Lachey's. Yeah, I'm kind of curious.
2: You should totally watch it. The only thing is, is that I don't even think it comes on until like 1130 or midnight. Because they have all these pre-fights or they show other things. Yeah. So it's a big.
1: They tease you. They make your way. Well, it's in multiple time zones. so They
2: They want to make sure that they monopolize.
1: Late as possible. It's 755 Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for
0: listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Everything's getting more expensive these days gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just 3 dollars per month. Visit liveone.com slash bestmusic to get Live One Plus now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.